Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode, we're asking a question, do you want healing or a lesson? Now, I have worked with, I can't even tell you how many coaching clients and also clients who come to me for what I call intuitive guidance. So you you might need a message or you might need um, some coaching, some counseling, uh, or maybe even some healing. And of course, I've, I've even used that with myself. And one of the things that I notice, especially with people who begin to work with me, uh, it's kind of like the longer you stick around, the more that you understand the, the game, so to speak, that we're playing. Uh, but people want the healing, but they don't necessarily want the message or the lesson, right? So I'm going to tease that apart a little bit. So what I mean is that when you're searching for healing, what you're really looking for is comfort, uh, relief, right? Um, this idea that, uh, you know, the, the definition of human success is really security and safety, right? Everything feels good. Everything looks good. I've got the house. I've got the kids. I've got the cars. I've got the job, right? I go on vacations. I, I enjoy my life, the safety and security. But in reality, what that is, is this prison. (laughs) Okay. Um, when you're searching for just the healing, just the relief and, and comfort again, you know, you, you might take some pills or you might have a surgery or you might have a treatment. Now, listen, I am not saying any of those are wrong. I do those myself. Okay. So don't, don't send me an email and say, Oh, Michelle, you're telling people not to take their medication. No, no, no. That is the farthest thing from the truth. Okay. Those aren't wrong. I'm just saying they're limited. So you can continue in your life to do those things and get comfort for your symptoms. Or at some point you can say, Hey, you know, what the heck is wrong here? What's going on? Right? Because every illness or dis-ease is a message for you. There's something there for you to learn. Um, There's some, some sort of development or growth that needs to occur. You know, if you study anything metaphysical, which I would highly recommend that you do, you know, this, this podcast is change your thinking, change your life. Meta is thinking physical, right? So, so metaphysical is really the study of your thoughts on your physical body. So it's something that, you know, is, is ripe for you to study. Um, basically it it talks about how your thoughts influence your physical body. I've got several tools here. Um, uh, yesterday, if you're on my Facebook page, I, I gave kind of a little testimonial, uh, of a, a healing session I did with myself and I referenced a couple of my tools. Now I'm not going to tell you the really big, thick, heavy, expensive book, but I'll tell you the really tiny one that you can throw in your purse or in your portfolio. Uh, Louise Hay, heal your body. If you're, if you're new to kind of this metaphysical world, I would highly recommend that one. It talks about, you know, the different um, illnesses, pains that you might have in your body and what are the thoughts connected to them. An amazing resource. You know, the, the definition of divine success, right, is honestly that you're, you know, you're going to be uncomfortable sometimes. You're, you're going to be in an unfamiliar place sometimes. You're going to try to avoid the pain, but the definition of divine success is that you're learning and you're growing and you're progressing, right? 
and action is required. And guess what happens when you really enter into that process of trying to understand, you know what, I've had this thing in my life for years. I want to really understand what is this thing and where did it come from? Once you do that and you approach what's in the shadows, you get healing from that. So, and it's not just, you know, the, the comfort, you know, or taking away your pain for a little bit, you get rich, deep healing that lasts for a really long time. So I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, not too long ago, I was dealing with a client and she had, um, she had just had a baby for the first time. And, uh, you know, when she had the first baby, she, uh, started having, um, heartburn and she said it never went away. So this was like two years later and she was pregnant again. And she said, Michelle, this is like, it's driving me nuts. Um, she said it's uncontrollable heartburn. And she'd also developed an allergy to the medication. So she couldn't even take any of the medication to relieve some of those symptoms. So I said, okay, come on, let's, let's figure out what is the message here. Now, if you look into some resources, there's all kinds of different messages, but for her, um, she found out that it was related to, I, I don't know how else to explain this, but fear about having retribution for joy. So what that meant was that when she was a kid, she learned that anything that good was good that happened to her, she was going to get punished for right? Um, her, her parents weren't really aware. And so like, if she got good grades, they, you know, not only did they not like celebrate her, but they, they kind of punished her for it because they felt like she was trying to be too uppity, if you will. Right. And, and she married somebody who was kind of like that. And so she's going about life and, you know, something awesome and wonderful would happen for her and she would be punished. And that was related to this heartburn. So the more that we worked on that, we did a psych case session with her. Um, we might've done a session for half an hour and, uh, she hasn't had that, that heartburn since. Think about that. She'd had it constantly for two years straight. And the only intervention we applied was Psyche and it's gone. I ha have another client that, um, was having, um, an arrhythmia. So kind of like, um, there were times when his uh, heart rate would go really high. Sometimes when it would drop, it was very abnormal and it wasn't related to like stress or, uh, you know, things that he ate or whether he was sick or, or if he was, you know, out exercising or not. It was like, there was no rhyme or reason to it. The doctors were trying to do a lot, but they couldn't figure it out. And one of the things that the doctor suggested was um, a surgical intervention. And he basically was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want you touching my heart. Right. So as I was working with him, one of the things that came through his message or lesson was, uh, arrhythmia is really attached to this lack of love as a child. And because you don't feel loved and encouraged and supported, you don't have that bonding, um, time, it can create some anxiety. So we actually did, I think we did three 15 minute sessions for two weeks. Uh, so we'd have two or three days in between. And all we did was stress relieving sessions. And, uh, he actually, he went back to the doctor and, um, they checked him out and they had him keep this log and they found out, you know, you, they, I think they put him on a, a halter monitor. I think that's what it's called. The leads where you kind of keep it on for a while. 
anyway, they did their tests and they said, yeah, you don't seem to be having an issue anymore. Right? So no other medications or anything like that. He just needed to change his thinking. And then, you know, I have been using this philosophy with myself ever since I became a, a Psych K facilitator years ago. And one of the things that I've really been working on is diabetes. I have a very large family history of it. I was always told I was going to get it. My twin sister got it way ahead of me. Uh, I was told because I had these three sugar cubes, I had gestational diabetes, that uh, once I got it, it would be really bad and I would probably die early. I mean, all of these things that people say, right? And actually mine over time, what has happened, uh, especially in the last two years, is that my my levels have come down. Um, I've, I'm day five now, absolutely no medication, no insulin whatsoever. Uh, and I'm hoping to keep it that way. Okay. And, and normal. And so when you look up diabetes and understand the, the metaphysical connection, one of the things is that you lose your joy or your sweetness in life. Okay. Uh, and so, you either lose the ability to process insulin or sweetness, or you lose the ability um, to uh, make it, right? And it's interesting because it's also got a really large kind of background in trauma, especially early childhood trauma. And if you study ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, you'll, you'll know that um, diabetes is one of the, the major risk factors. And a lot of people will look at it and say, oh, you know, it, it, it um, you know, passed down from generation to generation. Yes, it is. But I've come to realize it's not so much passed down in the genes as it is in the thinking and the culture of the family. And if you don't have any joy or sweetness, love and, and, and bonding and uh, that support as you go throughout life, doesn't matter if you have a genetic history or not, you're susceptible to diabetes. So I had to ask myself, you know what, where have I lost my joy? And take care of that answer, as opposed to saying, how much more medication can I put in my body? I said, wait a minute, let me examine here. Where did I lose my joy? And how can I get it back? Right? But you see, it's not just about getting a message. You've got to actually do something because of that. Um, action is required. So you've got to have courage. And sometimes the courage is, you know what, let me use a non-traditional route. Now, I'm not saying anything against doctors or, or medical interventions of any kind. But sometimes just the idea of saying, well, wait a minute, where did I lose my joy? Right? That's an unconditional route. It would be unconditional to come to somebody like me and say, let's change my thinking as opposed to taking a pill for your heartburn, right? So you got to have courage. You got to have courage to, to share your issue, right? And to be open and accepting of whatever comes to you, right? Because if you don't have courage for that, to be open and willing, you're not going to catch the message. And you've got to have a, you know, a, a willingness to really want to take care of it, um, to realize that there's something underlying that you need to work on and not avoid it. You have to be ready. And I've worked with people who just were not ready. Honestly, they just weren't ready, which is fine because you were all on a journey and you'll get to that readiness whenever you're ready for that. Okay. So uh, again, going back to our examples, my client with the heartburn, um, 
she she has this two-year-old she's pregnant she's going going through a lot she actually is is a friend she was been a friend of mine since college uh so i've known her for a long time and as we're going through this and i said you know it's great that we talked about your heartburn um but you know this this fear of being punished in your marriage what does that mean to you and as we've had multiple conversations, she realized that she needed to end this emotionally abusive relationship, that it actually was having an effect, not just on her, but on her, her oldest child. And she was concerned that it would have an effect on this, um, you know, new child too. And so she's going through that process, um, uh, of trying to figure out what does the future look like for her and her family, because she realized it's not just about the heartburn because that's just a, a physical symptom of what's actually happening, but she needs to take care of her and also her children. Uh, my client with the arrhythmia, you know, I said, Hey man, this lack of love is a child. <laughs> we really got to deal with that, you know? And so for him, he's processing some of his own childhood trauma and he has a daily practice now of forgiveness, forgiveness for himself and forgiveness for others, because he realizes he might not have people in his life that love him in the way that he needs, but he can do that for himself. So that was his message, not just take care of this heartbeat thing, but really take care of himself. And then for me, you know, hey, I, I have to release some joy suckers in my life and attract joy givers. And, you know, one of the things that I've done is I've created a, a membership group and, and it's a, it really is a private uh, members only. You have to be invited kind of a group. You've got to work with me for a while and then, you know, kind of be vetted. But the reason why is because this group is, is so amazing. And I'm, you know, big shout out to those of you who are in that group. You know who you are. I know many of you are listening. Uh, but really the, the purpose of, of having that group is that these are the people that bring me joy. And, and they bring each other joy and it's awesome to see them supporting and encouraging each other. So I'm trying to do that in my life, identify the people who kind of suck the joy from me and say, you know what, you don't have access to me anymore. So that's the message that I'm working on. So the question is, do you want temporary relief or do you want forever healing? Now, if you said you want forever healing, I want you to really ask yourself, you know, think about whatever you're dealing with right now. Do you want forever healing with that thing? Or it could be multiple things. On a scale of one to 10, one being low, 10 being high, how bad do you want that forever healing? Okay. So if you say you really want it, are you ready to make some changes to take some action? Now, if you're not, that's okay. Just let it sit and simmer with you until you are ready. But if you are ready to take some action, one of the things that I'm going to offer to you is I decided because I've had several people, I think partly because it's, we, we just launched our spiritual weight loss challenge. And then also just, I've been talking about site K a lot. There's a lot of people inquiring about site K right now. So um, I'm going to offer something that is, if you have never had a site K session with me before, and you would like to see what it's about and have a session with me, 
I am doing a 50% discount. So normally a 30 minute session with me costs $60. I'm doing it for $30. So if you have an issue that you're working on and you really want to understand what is the message, maybe take care of some of that. And you would like to do that. Follow the link in the description. And again, it's 50% off. So $30, uh, you'll follow the link and it will take you through this process where you give your name and your email, and then you'll get the, the scheduling link and you just go in there and find a time that works best for you. Okay. This is the fastest way to understand the process that works for me and a lot of my clients. Um, and I promise you it will be a good use of your time. Even if you don't want to do the site case session, you just want to talk to me, this would be a good way to do it. Okay. So if you're ready to take action and actually understand what is the message, what is the lesson and how can I go forward? Follow that link. Okay. Now, Again, there's a lot of you who are listening. You've already had many sessions with me. So if you have had that, this offer is not for you, you know, be on the buddy system here, the honor system. Um, so leave this for the new people. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope this was helpful. Um, please let me know how I might be able to help you. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and pro prosper what's the rest of it? Oh my gosh. I was so like in the flow in the moment. I forgot my, my closing. And I know some of you are, have already said it, but <laughs> go have a good day and we'll see you next time. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Bye-bye.